This event was recorded live at the 2011 Edinburgh International Book Festival. Okay, we're all here. Good morning, everyone. Have you not wakened up yet? I've come all the way from Helensborough and I've managed to wake up. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. That's a little bit better, a little bit. Welcome to the Edinburgh International Book Festival. My name's Anne-Louise and I work in libraries, the best job in the world other than writing the books that are in them. Um, I'm delighted to welcome you to this brilliant event with the amazing Jonathan Mears. Put your hands together. Now, Jonathan has written loads and loads of fun books for children, and he's also been a very funny comedian in his time, so be very, very careful he might pick on you. Um, he also writes for television. He writes for radio. Have anybody ever heard of the Yo Diaries? He's he, that's, this, this is the man. And he also has written loads of other stuff for CBBC and things like that. Um, the really creepy, creepy thing is that he knows how boys think. I haven't worked that one out yet. It's seriously weird. <laughs> to find out all about that, you've got to read the wonderful book, Aww. The World of Norm, which may contain nuts. But he'll explain that later on, probably. And remember, at the end of this session, you can go over to the signing tent, you can buy the book, and Jonathan will sign it for you, which will be a very special thing to have. So, turn off your phones. That's the teachers I'm talking to, by the way. Sit back and relax. And give a huge Edinburgh welcome for Jonathan Mears. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you! Thanks very much. Can you stop laughing, please? I'm not funny. So, uh, thank you. Thanks very much. And uh, thanks and all that stuff and hey, all that stuff and ooh. What? What are you looking at? Oh, me, fair enough. It's me that's doing the thing, isn't it? Yeah, what I'd like you to do for the next 40 minutes is just stare like this. Just like that, well done. So, uh, what? What are you looking at? <laughs> so, uh, I'm not funny, I'm an author, and authors are boring, right? What are authors? Boring, that's right. They are, they're all authors, they're all like, hello everybody, oh, I'm an author. What are you looking at? Oh, me. So, I must, I, so, <clears throat> I've not actually started yet, teachers, before we start writing letters of complaint. So, I'd uh, uh, like to introduce my brother! Thank you very much! <laughs> Who comes to all my book launches. Uh, not really, just made that up. Oh, mad me! <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what? So I better do something, haven't I? Teachers, I over here. Yes, we've come all the way from. Where have you come from? I've no idea where you came from. Where have you come from? Edinburgh. Don't say your house. Oh, Edinburgh, that's rubbish. <laughs> so no, Edinburgh is not rubbish. I live here. It's nice. Sorry, I'm not nice. Anyway, <clears throat> I bet I will start in a second. So um, and um, I'll, I'll just put that there. And um, so hey, and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm not very organised. My name is Jonathan. Jonathan Mears. Slash Merez. Slash Myers. Slash. Mears <laughs> slash Mears <laughs> slash Mears 
But you can call me Jonathan. You can call me Johnny. You can call me John. You can call me... You can call me anytime. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just, just, I'm just breaking the ice. I'm just joking, right? I'm just, I'm just breaking the ice. I'm not really, I'm not really sort of all, oh, hey, you can call me. I'm not really. She's like a welfare, right? So I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm not joking. I'm not joking that you're welfare. I'm, not, I'm just joking. I'm just not, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm just, I'm just, he's just ditching me, I'm just like, because that's how you all talk, isn't it? Don't forget it, bro. When you go home, it's like, all right, all right. I'm just joking, right? I know what she's thinking, though. She's thinking, he's like, well fit for an old guy, right? Huh? 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 So. Dear Edinburgh Book Festival, the so-called author, Jonathan Mill, 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 some bald bloke I've never heard of, was supposed to be talking about his new book, The World of Norm, may contain nuts, but just proceeded to engage in inappropriate banter with a member of staff. P.S. He is like, well fit for an old guy. It's true. So, uh, on! No, I'm not. I'm, just, just, uh, I'm having a great time. Seriously, call me. So, uh, I'm kidding! So, uh, anyway, thank you, thank you all for coming and, and from Edinburgh. And I've no idea where you've... Who else is... There's lots of schools here. There's a school that hasn't come here yet, but they're coming from somewhere. Where, where are you lot from at the back? Where? St. John Vianney. Where, whereabouts is that? Edinburgh. Edinburgh. So, oh, nobody's made... Has anybody actually made an effort to come here today? No, I'm very... No, where, where have you come from? Kirkcaldy, or as we say in England, Kirkcaldy. <laughs> but I live in Edinburgh, it's all right, it's okay. So, um, but, but thank you, wherever you come from, thank you very much for coming to the book festival. I was going to say to come and see me, but you've probably come to see loads of other things. I'm very, very, very grateful for you all coming here today. And, and Anne Louise, thank you very much for a fantastic introduction from Anne Louise, who gave, a so I was listening there, listening to all the stuff that I've done, and I, had, I knew I was good, but I had no idea I was that good. He's done this, that, the other. I have. So, um, because I never, I never quite know what kind of introduction I'm going to get, because I do lots of school visits. I do. Um, and I go and, and in the hall, and then all the kids are sat there in the hall. And they, they did what, you know, well, you, I heard you all talking before I came in this morning, and you were like... <laughs> it was like some kind of random mad turkey convention. <laughs> and then as soon as Anne Louise said good morning, you were all like... Good morning, Mary. Here we go outside. But anyway, so I do loads of school visits. And I, I never know quite what kind of introduction I'm going to get, because that was a beautiful, that was a lovely, because um, sometimes I go into, and I do, I'll, sh I'll give you a couple of examples. I, go, I don't know if you've ever had an author come to visit your school, but you're all sat there, and the teacher comes on, and the teacher goes, the teacher goes, um, <coughs> shall I stand on stage? I'll just, the teacher comes on, and she goes, or he goes, but it's normally she. I'm not being sexist, right? It's normally she. No, he said sexist. It's a word. <laughs> Say it's a word. And the teacher comes in and, go, and they go, well, everybody, we're very lucky today. Yes, we are. We are. 
Because we've got an author come to see us. Does anybody know what an author is? And all the kids are like, yeah, miss, he's like some uh, well old boring bloke, right? <laughs> yes, and he's coming all the way from the door. Does anybody know what a door is? Do you know? So that's one extreme. And Louise, you weren't like that at all. And then the other extreme, and it's normally a head teacher or a head, you know, and they're kind of, you know, a frustrated performer and they wish you're on Britain's Got Talent or Kakodi's Got Talent or X Factor or something. And they, they're like the other extreme of introduction. And they come on and it's, it's like, yeah, da, 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 da. And they go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please welcome, all the way from just there, he's tall, he's bald, I've never heard of him. He's nowhere near as good as J.K. Rowling. Please give it up for Jonathan Meyer. How do you pronounce your name again? And I'm like, Mears. <laughs> Mears! So I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel obliged to come onto the stage. Yeah, yeah. Books are great. They're really, 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 really great. They're not in the least bit boring. So, so, I, so, I, was a, so I wasn't really sure what kind of. So people come in late. Have you got a note? No. Fair enough. I've got a note. Oh! So, uh. Good morning, everyone. I've got to start again now. <sighs> Kids today. So anyway, I wasn't sure what kind of introduction I was going to get today. So, um, but I've, I've got, to, I've got, can't muck about this morning, because this is like really posh. This is the Edinburgh International Book Festival, and I've got to be posh, and I've got, I've got to focus. And, and, and Alex from Orchard Books is here. No, Orchard Books. And I've got to talk. I've got to focus. I've got to talk about the world of norm. May contain. No, I can't just muck about, because normally when I do school visits, I just muck about. And like, it's a miracle if I get round to talking about a book, let alone reading from one. But you've come here to the book festival and see some bloke talk about a book. And I've got to talk about the books. I've got to focus. I can't suddenly muck about. I can't suddenly start singing for no reason whatsoever. I can't. I can't suddenly go, go compare. <laughs> what? She's like, I can see right up his nose. Go compare! I can't do that because I've got to focus on the world and we've got to be out. Where's the, there's a clock somewhere. Oh, there we are. And I've got to focus and then you've got to come back and you've got to buy the books. We've got to shift some units. <laughs> no, not that, no. But um, so I, can't suddenly, I, can't, I can't suddenly go, um, pack up your troubles in your old kit. I can't. I've got to focus and bury them beneath the sea. It's going all right so far, isn't it? It's a bit dodgy the first couple of minutes. But think, don't look. No, don't, don't, don't cry. Don't cry. No. Hello. Uh, Sweet little smile. <laughs> Eyes of a psycho. So, <laughs> got this unerring ability to pick on the wrong one. So I can't muck about. I can't suddenly go, I can't suddenly go, um, I need a dollar, a dollar. A dollar is what I need. I can't do, I can't do poems because normally I go into schools and I do poems. I do, but I can't do that today. I can't suddenly go, um, roses are dead. Violets are too. Forgot to water them, didn't you? 
Huh? Huh? I can't do that. Because I've, I've got to focus. It's all about the world of Norm. And I can't suddenly go, um, <clears throat> uh, red sky at night, shepherd's delight. Red sky in the morning, global warming. Red sky in the afternoon, shepherd's house burnt down. So I can't do that. I've just got to focus on the... So in actual fact, the lovely Claire, who's in, in charge of all the lights and the sound, can turn me off at any time if she thinks I'm going to say bum. Ha ha ha! Alright, I'm not going to say bum anymore. Ah! Are we back in, and we're back in the room. Yeah, can I just have that? Can we have a taxi for Mears, please? Jonathan Mears. Mears. M-E-R-E-S. Yeah. No, I've not met J.K. Rowling. No, no. Okay, so taxi for Mears in about five minutes. Thanks very much. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, bye. Love you. Yeah. So anyway, um, so, I can't, so what was I saying? I've got no idea. Oh, yeah, so to help me focus, I was talking about focusing, wasn't I? <laughs> How ironic. <laughs> I was talking about these bit latecomers wonder what the heck you've wandered into. <laughs> Hello? You're waving a book at me already. That's good. And it's my book. It's called The World of Norm. May contain nuts by me, Jonathan. Me so anyway, that's my focus. So Claire, if we could have the mute, and I'll do a wee voiceover, and that will that will remind me to keep focusing and stop mucking about. You're making me muck about, right? You especially. So Claire, and the music, please, Claire. <clears throat> the World of Norm may contain nuts by me, Jonathan Mears. It's great. It's much better than any other book, especially Diary of a Wimpy Kid. That's just rubbish, frankly. Not that I'm bitter or twisted in any way whatsoever. That's right, whatsoever. <laughs> the World of Norm may contain nuts, published by Orchard Books. There's Alex, come all the way from London, from Orchard Books. I hope I'm not mucking about too much, Alex. I've got to focus. That's right. Terms and conditions apply. Remember, your life is at risk if you don't keep up with payments. Always read the label, may contain nuts. So it's the world of norm. The world, the world. Okay, can you lose me? So I've, I've done my bit now. I think so. I can just. <sighs> that was alright, wasn't it? Bit mad. I'm, I need to calm down a bit. So been drinking too much coffee this morning. Just say no, kids. So drink herbal tea instead. So anyway, what I'm going to do now, right? I'm going to read the opening chapter of the world of norm may contain nuts by me, Jonathan Mears, and then and then um, and then and then I'll talk a little bit about about it. And how I came to write it and that, because that's what the teachers, the teachers are going to tick that box, tick that box. Okay, because it's all about ticking boxes. It's not about teaching these days, is it, teachers? Tick that box, and it's all about going to flipping CPDs and so no teach what happened to teaching? Huh? Anyway, so and relax. So anyway, so I'll talk about the world of norm and how I came to write it and everything. And then um, and then I'll read some more. I'll read another chapter, right? And then um, then after that. Um, I think we're gonna have we're gonna have time for some questions and answers, Anne-Marie. But if we don't have if I muck about too much, uh, and we don't have time for questions and answers, you can go to my website. Yes, my website. John, can we have some music, Claire, please? <coughs> no, no, try, try to please get me. No. All right, jo the world of, ignore it, jonathanmears.co.uk. Yes, that's right, much better than other audience websites, especially J.K. Rowling's. She's rubbish, not that I'm bitter or twisted. I've done all that before, so. So if you, can we, can lose me? What are you laughing at? I like your hat. Is your head really that shape? No, okay, so. <laughs> So anyway, so if, if, I don't get if you don't get a chance to like, ask me questions, you can go to my website, jonathanmears.co, and there's like a question thing at the end of that. And you can, so you can, sort, of, you can sort of scroll through all the like, biographical stuff. Because you don't want to know, you know, who cares where, a t where an author was born? I don't know, perhaps you, you, you so Jonathan was born at a very early age and uh, was raised by zebras in the Belgian rainforest or whatever. 
So you, but you can just scroll through that and ask me some questions. But they've got to be original questions today. Huh? Flora Stevenson's and, and the Gruffalo High School and John Vianney and all that. Are there any other schools that I've not mentioned? They've got to be original school. Uh, they've got to be original questions. Got to be original schools as well. They can't be like it's normally the boys who ask me, um, uh, what team do you support? Uh, are you rich? Um, uh, what kind of car have you got? Have you met J.K. Rowling? So all the questions, so no, I'm, uh, I, I support Nottingham Forest. I've got a red car. No, I'm not rich. No, I've not met J.K. Rowling! <laughs> are you in any way bitter or twisted by her? No, I'm not bitter! So, but, and the adults, sometimes adults ask me quite, quite question. When I sort of meet somebody in the street, or not in the street, and I go to party or something, just go to parties, and they go, hi, what do you do? And they go, you know, you can say I'm a bus driver or whatever, and they go, I'm, I'm a writer. And they go, uh, oh, really? What, what kind of stuff do you write? And I go, um, well, you know, also mainly children's books. And uh, they, they always go, the adults, this is adults, not you lot, adults. The adults go, oh, you're a children's, so um, have you written anything I might have heard of? And I'm like, how do I know what you've heard of? Do I look like Darren Brown? What am I, psychic or something? How do I know what you've heard of? How do I know what's going on in your head? What kind of stupid question is that? Of course, I don't actually say that. I just think it. I just go, don't, don't know, probably not. And then I move on. I say, Hello, what do you do? So anyway, I'm getting a bit hetero. Don't do coffee, kids. Drink peppermint tea. Other kinds of herbal tea are available. So I'm going to read the first chapter of, of the, how are we doing for time? It's time's over there. Um, and um, I'm going to read the first chapter. And um, you, do, you know when your lovely teacher reads to you? Do you, yeah, do you still get um, the teachers reading to you at the end of the day? Some of you are in S1, aren't you? You're just like, well, cool, right? <laughs> and you're all, and so, so who have we got here? Have we, have we got any P6s? Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Big up the P6 massive. Okay, so P6, any, 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 any P5s? Whoa! Oh, the toilets are over there because it's quite a long time to go without pink dye. So lots and lots of P5s. I had no idea. Hello! No. And some P6s and P7s. P7s in the house. Ooh, big light. All right. P, P6s is like so last year, right? All right, put your hands down. Any, any S1s? No, so just lovely primaries, lovely. So you're all lovely and excited and sitting there. Ooh. Sometimes I do school visits and just little primary ones. Oh. They're all sat on a tiny little bit of carpet. Tiny little, oh, they're so excited. It's great to be alive when you're five. Ooh, it's brilliant being a pig. We don't know that horrible things happen. We don't know that we're going to die. It's just brilliant when you're primaries. And you can get, it's so easy to get a laugh out of a hall full of primary ones. All you have to do is get a laugh out of a hall full of primary ones. I shouldn't be saying this. I should be talking about books. The world of norm and all that stuff. So well, you can get a laugh out of a load of primary ones. All you have to do is run on and go, hello, everybody. Bums. <laughs> and they're all like, ah, yes, he's bums. I can't believe yes, he's bums. He's in bums. I can't believe he's I said, oh, I've just wet myself. <laughs> It's like a whole, whole primary one spontaneously wetting themselves, right? The hall slowly beginning to fill up. There's like a shallow end over here and a deep end over here. For Rebecca Adlington swimming. Hi, I'm Rebecca Adlington. I can swim with one arm. <laughs> with a book in it. Called the world of no... So, I'm getting plenty of plugs in, Alex. And Louise. So, 
And you get, when you're in primary one, you get prizes for everything, don't you? Like you're in P5 now. And it's really, it's kind of hard to get class of the week when you're in pri primary five, isn't it? It's like in class of the week, when you're in primary one, the head teacher comes out and goes, Well, our class of the week this week is primary ones. Yes, for learning where to hang their coats up. <laughs> and you lot are like, it's so unfair, miss. Right? That is like, well, not fair. Because we, we've like been hanging our coats up in the right place for like years, right? What? We still to, don't look over there. Oi. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Not about you. All about me. So nice. Call me. So. So anyway. So when your lovely teacher, when your lovely teacher reads to you at the end of the day, which all teachers should, all teachers should, there's a little treat for doing your thumbs right. And you know the bit the way they go, The Gruffalo by Julia Donaldson. Or they'll go, um, Tracy Beaker by Jacqueline Wilson. Or they'll go, Harry Potter and the flipping ironing board of death or whatever. <laughs> I love her, really. <laughs> Not in the least bit. The best thing, I, when I get to do a book, I, I, the best thing about doing this job, if one of the questions is, Jonathan, I've got a question. What's the best thing about doing this job? The best thing about doing this job is I get to go, the world of norm may contain nuts. By me! <laughs> ah! How cool is that? Not very, fair enough. So, um, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read a chapter of this and then I'm going to talk a bit and then, um, and then, okay, are we ready? It's chapter one. Is it, is that, would you like me to stand on the stage or stand down there? Stand on the stage, fair enough. Nice, clear voice, very good. Obviously a future in voiceovers. I'd like you to stand on the stage. Terms and conditions apply. It's just a stage I'm going through. You see, it's just a stage I'm going through. Oh, okay, fine. And that's why I don't do stand-up anymore. So, The World of Norm, by me. Chapter one. I wish those buses and lorries were a bit quieter. That's not the opening sentence. I was just like, it'd be weird if it was. Chapter one. I wish those buses and lorries were a bit quieter. <coughs> the World of Norm may contain nuts, by me. Jonathan Mears. Chapter one. Norm knew it was going to be one of those days when he woke up and found himself about to pee in his dad's wardrobe. <laughs> Whoa, stop, Norman, yelled Norm's dad, sitting bolt upright and switching on his bedside light. <gasps> Mumbled Norm, his voice still thick with sleep. What do you think you're doing? Having a pee? <laughs> Said Norm like this was the most stupid question in the entire history of stupid questions. Not in my wardrobe, you're not, said Norm's dad. That's from Ikea, that is, added Norm's mum, like it was somehow okay to pee in a wardrobe that wasn't. Norm was confused. The last thing he knew, he'd been on the verge of becoming the youngest ever world mountain biking champion, when he suddenly had to slam on his brakes to avoid hitting a tree. Now here he was, having to slam on a completely different kind of brakes in order to avoid a completely different kind of accident. What was going on? And what were his parents doing sleeping in the bathroom anyway? Toilet's moved, said Norm, hopping from one foot to the other, something which at the age of three was considered socially acceptable, but which at the age of nearly 13 most definitely wasn't. What? said Norm's dad. Toilet's moved, said Norm, a bit louder. But Norm's dad had heard what Norm had said. He just couldn't quite believe what Norm had said. No, Norman, 
It's not the toilet that's moved. It's us that's moved. Forgot, said Norm. Norm's dad looked at his eldest son. Are you serious? Yeah, said Norm. Like this was the second most stupid question in the entire history of stupid questions. You forgot we moved house? Yeah, said Norm. How can you forget we moved house? said Norm's dad, increasingly incredulous. Just did, shrugged Norm, increasingly close to wetting himself. But we moved over three months ago, Norman, said Norm's dad. Three months, two weeks and five days ago, to be precise, said Norm's mum, like she hadn't even had to think about it. Norm's dad sighed wearily and looked at his watch. It was two o'clock in the morning. Look, Norman, you just can't go around peeing in other people's wardrobes and that's all there is to it. Didn't, said Norman. No, but you were about to. Norm's dad was right. Norm had been about to pee in the wardrobe, but he'd managed to stop himself just in time. Typical, thought Norm, being blamed for something he hadn't actually done. Norm considered arguing the point, but by now his bladder felt like it was the size of a space hopper. If he didn't pee soon, he was going to explode. Then he'd really be in trouble. Go on, clear off, said Norm's dad. Norm didn't need telling twice and began waddling towards the door like a pregnant penguin. <laughs> oh, and Norman? Yeah? said Norm, without bothering to stop. The toilet's at the end of the corridor. You can't miss it. Norm didn't reply. He knew that if he didn't get to the toilet in the next ten seconds, there was a very good chance that he would miss it. Good staring. Well done. So, um, so I'm going to read another bit. I'm just have a drink of water now, and I'm going to tell you all about how I came to write the world. And actually, no, I'm not. Just muck about for a bit longer. Can't do anything. I can't do anything funny. When okay, anything, <laughs> I can't do anything. I can't do anything funny when I'm just drunk, having a drink of water. You just have to sort of, you know, that music when you sort of trying to connect. You. I could have some music. Mm. Mmm, water, it's great. So there we are, that's water now. Now, so, the world of Norm, okay? The world of Norm, as in Norm, Norm, short for Norman, right? Norman to his brothers, Norman to his parents, Norm to you and I, Norm to his mates. I chose the name Norman, or Norm, very specifically, not randomly. Because originally, let you lot into a little secret. Originally, the original name of the series, the, the original series name of this possible series, when I didn't even know that lovely Alex and lovely people at Orchard Books were going to say, yes, we'll, we'll have that, we'll, we'll, we'll publish loads of, when I was just writing it, I thought, if this ever becomes a series, I am going to call my central character Norman. Do you know why? Uh -huh. Specifically because, right, you've heard of the Chronicles of Narnia, right? Yeah. The film, right? Apparently it's a book too. Who'd have thought? The Chronicles of Narnia, right? I specifically called my central character Norman, so that if, in the unlikely event, which has turned into reality, it ever became a series of books, I could call it, wait for it, The Chronicles of Norman. Huh? Huh? You see what I did there? Huh? Yeah. But Orchard thought that was a rubbish... Oh, thank you! See? Thank you. First round of applause. Yeah, one bloke over there clapping. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Throw you a fish? Right. <laughs> so... All right, all right, don't milk him. So, uh, yes, yeah, so the chronic, but anyway, Orchard said, that's rubbish, go away, well, if you, go away and think of a better name. But actually, the world of Norman, I have to say, 
the world of, I absolutely love the name for a series because the, the series is going to be called The World of Norm and then every book is like this first one is called May Contain Nuts so it's The World of Norm May Contain Nuts and the second one is coming out in January yes that's right January other months are available but they're all rubbish um, I keep going into this sort of voiceover thing so um, and the second one is going to be called uh, The World of Norm May Cause Irritation huh? so you see so, so if there's going to be a third one don't know if there's going to be a third one yet. I intend to call it The World of Norm Refreshes Automatically. So it's going to be The World of Norm. <laughs> In fact, that would be book four. The World of Norm. <laughs> so if anybody's got any idea how to spell, <laughs> go to jonathanmears.co.uk. Yes, that's right. jonathanmears.co.uk. Hello! <laughs> Lil P5! No! He's like, you're dead, mate. <laughs> Oh, I go to some tough schools sometimes. I go to some school. Oh, I go to some hard school. The teacher comes on. They go, please welcome Jonathan. He's going to tell you all about books. Please welcome Jonathan. And I come, and I come on. Hello, everybody. Books are great. It's like a hall full of kids going, aye. That'll be right, Baldy. <laughs> so anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So the world of norm. So yes, it's so, so the first one. It's got, do we get, sorry. Norm, brother, how have you been? So, so, anyway, the world of norm may contain nuts, and the second one, the world of norm may cause irritation. But I love the name, I so love the name, the world of norm now, because not only is it all, the central character called Norman, abbreviated to norm, the world of norm, so it is Norm's world, the world which he inhabits. This is the stuff you expect at the Edinburgh Book Festival. The world of norm, and it works on several symbolic levels. I haven't got a clue what they are, but apparently it does. No, but the, th the, the world of Norm, the series, actually works another way. Because it's the world of Norm, as in normal. Mm. The world of normal. And uh, I like to think that the, the world that Norm and his brothers inhabit. <laughs> yes, inhabit. It's kind of a normal world. A kind of a normal domestic world. There's nothing too far-fetched is going to happen in the world of Norm. There's no vampires or, or dragons or time travel, or, or, or wizards. Not that there's anything wrong with wizards and dragons and vampires. <sighs> no, there's not, there's not. Big up the vampire matter, there's not. But the world of Norm, there's no dragons, because there's nothing wrong with vampires. <sighs> so the world of Norm is kind of about normal domestic stuff, hopefully funny. So it's kind of a little bit, kind of it's, I like to call it real life with knobs on, right? So it's kind of normal, so hopefully, it's stuff. What? Was I say something funny? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in P7, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You are so P7. Blue P5's over there, just oblivious to the little... No, I didn't know what was funny about saying real life with knobs on. <laughs> the world of norms. So it's all kind of domestic stuff. There's nothing I like to think. There's nothing. Boys! See me afterwards in the signing tent where you can get a signed copy of the world of... See what I'm doing? It's seamless. It's seamless. Five ninety nine, but to you, six quid. Because you talked all the way through it. So anyway, so the world of norms. So it's like, there's kind of... Uh, hopefully the idea is that the stuff will make you laugh, but there's a lot of stuff that you can relate to. And you just get, oh yes, that's just like my family. Well, that's just like my family. Okay, so it's the world of norm. And say, because you see, they would say, they say, write what you know. I don't know who they are. Teachers, back me up. Who are they? 
people. They say write what you know. And so, I have, I, so I've written what I know. I know about living in a family. I have three... There's in, 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 in the world of Norm, you've got Norm, who is nearly 13, right? You've got his middle brother, Brian, who I think is about 10. And then you've got his little brother, Dave, uh, who is about seven, eight, something like that. And um, the intention is that they will always be that age. They will be frozen in time. No, there's no fantasy stuff. But they're always good. Norm is always going to be like nearly 13. And not, not being, because not, you are, not, there's no, nowhere near 13. You lot are all kind of, you know, not, Norman is like 13 and the hormones, he's on like a hormonal roller coaster. It's like, I hate you, I love you, I'm not really sure. So it's all like, I want pizza, I hate pizza, I don't know, this pizza's all right. So it's like, you're not, not going to, you're not, you lot are not going to turn, you're all lovely. You're all lovely. And so in the world of Norm, it's like, you know, Norman is permanently angry because he's 13, right? And uh, his parents have just moved from one house, right, to a slightly smaller house and got no money. And Norm is obsessed with getting money because he wants to become world mountain biking champion and he needs money to pimp his bike. He needs a dollar, a dollar, a dollar is what he needs to pimp his bike. And he's angry because, most of all, he's angry because he keeps getting blamed all stuff that his little brothers do. I don't, who, who, who here can relate to that? Who is like? Who here is actually the oldest of three siblings, or three brothers? Or siblings? And 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 do you get blamed for stuff that you're? Yes, very much so. And who is like the youngest of three siblings? The youngest of three sisters. Or, and do you guys get away with murder and they blame it on your big brother or sister? Delete where not applicable. You do. So do you see what I mean? This hopefully you can put your hands down now. <laughs> Teachers, you have to say it. Some you actually have to get them to physically put their hands down now, don't you? Do you do? Otherwise, like six weeks later, Miss, can I put my hand down now? Call Childline, I know my rights. So, put your hands down now, everybody. So, so, uh, so Norm is angry because they're just, and the, the thing is, when I started to write this story many moons ago, this thing, this, this phrase, credit crunch, which we're all quite familiar with now, this recession and lack of money and all that boring stuff. Uh, nobody had ever heard, because I, I started to write this like loads of, way before the credit crunch had sort of, you know, become like a, a, a commonly used phrase that you hear on the radio and the telly, okay? It was just a story. But it's funny how it's like, come out now and life is imitating art. But they say, write what you know. So I know about this stuff because I have three boys of my own. 17, 13, and 10. Not my first choice of names, I have to say. <laughs> Do you see what I did there? Teacher, I have three boys. You can use that. I have three boys, 17, 13, and 10. Not my first choice of names. You're right there. You look a bit tired. You're right. Sort of, yeah, you're fine. Okay. okay. So, 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 so basically, right, all the dialogue stuff around the kitchen table, you could basically, you could basically take out the names Norm, uh, Brian and Dave and, and like put in the names of my own three boys. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but they do get a fantastic dedication in the book, which you'll have to buy by going in the signing queue. It's all about shifting units, isn't it, Alex? It's not about, it's not, so I'm sorry. I'm going to sort of marketing speak. You don't have to go to the signing thing, but you can ask some questions soon. And I'm going to read another chapter now. And you've all gone a bit quiet, but is that because I'm so interesting, or you're just thinking if he doesn't get a shift on, oh, we'll miss the bus back to Ochter? Uh, somebody from Ochter Tool? Yep. Are you not from? Where is it? Is that in Angus or somewhere? Or Dundee? It sounds like sort of over in Dundee somewhere. Uh, no, Ochter Machti. Pardon? Oh, it's in Kakari. So, oh, okay, okay. Have I been to your school before? No. No. Fair enough. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, don't really care. I'm just making polite banter. So, say, where are you from? Kakari, my favourite place. Where are you from? My favourite place. Where are you, where are you from? Oh, my favourite place. Where are you from? 
good Gordy. So, uh, I'm going to read chapter four now. We're going to skip four. I'm not going to say, well, then this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then they all die in a big explosion at the end, because they don't. So I'm just going to skip. No, they don't. What do you mean, ah? There wouldn't be a book two if they all died at the end of book one. What would I do for a sequel? So I'm just skipping forward three chapters to chapter four. And I'm not going to tell you, because you just like, some stuff's happened. But you don't need to know about the stuff. So I'm just going to read chapter four. And then there'll be time for some questions. And then Anne Louise is going to go, well, that was wonderful. Or, you know, it's all right. And then you can go. Then, so anyway, chapter four. I'll stand on the stage here. Okay. This is going to be interesting without any specs. Here we go. <laughs> can you hold this, please? I've read the first chapter loads of times. I forgot to bring me specs. That's terrible, isn't it? <laughs> Teachers can relate to this. <laughs> Just hold, somebody at the back, hold the book for me, please. Be cross-eyed. Chapter four. Norm was sitting with his feet on the table reading a bike magazine when his brother suddenly burst into the kitchen. Dad needs help, said Brian. Tell me about it, muttered Norm without even bothering to look up. What? said Brian. He's needed help for years if you ask me, said Norm. If that's all you came here to say, you've said it now, so clear off. What are you doing? said Dave. Looking at a magazine, said Norm. What kind of magazine? said Dave. Bike magazine, said Norm. Why? said Dave. Because I want a new bike. Why? Because I just do, right? <laughs> That's not a proper answer, said Dave. Shut up, Dave, you little freak, <laughs> said Norm. I'm telling, said Dave. Dave, said Norm. Yeah? You've confused me with someone who gives a monkey's. There was a slight pause. Outside, the sound of a car door slamming was followed by the sound of something being dropped and finally the sound of muffled cursing. I mean, Dad needs help getting the shopping in, said Brian. No, really, said Norm. Yes, ri began Brian before stopping. Oh, I see you're being sarcastic, aren't you, Norman? Norm still didn't bother looking up. Some things were more important than helping to get the shopping in and reading a bike magazine was one of them. Sarcasm is the lowest form of humour, you know, said Brian. No, really, said Norm. Yes, I read it in a... began Brian before stopping again. You're doing it again, aren't you, Norman? Got you, Brian, laughed Dave. Shut up, Dave, said Brian. You don't even know what sarcasm means. Yeah, I do, said Dave. It means... What, said Brian. What does it mean, smarty pants? It means... It means... said Dave. It means you smell, Brian, doesn't it, Norman? But Norm wasn't listening anymore. He was reading a text he'd just received. Are you going to help, Norman, or am I going to have to unload the car all by myself, said Norm's dad, standing in the doorway, holding a carrier bag, leaking something sticky all over the floor. Well, if you wouldn't mind, Dad, said Norm, immediately starting to text back. As a matter of fact, I'd mind very much, said Norm's dad, his voice getting fractionally higher and a vein on the side of his head visibly starting to throb. These were telltale signs. Signs that Norm's dad was getting stressed. Signs that everyone else in the family seemed to be able to recognise, but which, for some reason, Norm didn't. Why can't they help? said Norm, staring venomously in the direction of his younger siblings. Because they helped in the supermarket, said Norm's dad. Then what have I told you about putting your feet on the table? Norm thought for a moment. Uh, nothing, I don't think, Dad. Really? said Norm's dad, slightly surprised. In that case, get your feet off the table and don't let me catch you doing it again. What? So, if I do it again, but you don't actually catch me, that's okay then, is it? said Norm. 
No, it is not, and don't answer back, said Norm's dad. Just get your feet off the table now! Norm huffed and puffed, like he'd just been told to cut the lawn with a pair of nail clippers, but did as he was told and took his feet off the table. Ha ha, sang Brian. Ha ha, mimicked Dave. Shut up, you little freaks, muttered Norm. Norm's dad waited for a moment, but Norm still gave no indication that he was going to do anything other than stay exactly where he was. So, are you going to help or what, said Norm's dad, his voice getting fractionally higher again. In a minute, said Norm, finishing off the text and sending it. Norm's dad took a deep breath and exhaled very slowly before turning and walking back outside. Norm saw that his brothers were staring at him. What? he said innocently. Don't look at me. That was all your fault. Our fault, said Brian. How come? Helping at the supermarket, said Norm. What did you have to go and do that for? Brian looked puzzled. We didn't have to. We wanted to. We get crisps. Creeps, muttered Norm. Who are you texting, said Dave. None of your flipping business, said Norm. But it was a girl, said Brian. Well, you're wrong, said Norm. If you must know, it was Mikey. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey, said Dave. Norm's dad reappeared carrying another pair of carrier bags. Shift, he said to Norm, who was, who was blocking his route to the pantry. Can I have some money, dad, said Norm, ignoring him. Norm's dad laughed. You're serious, aren't you? Norm was puzzled. Of course he was serious. He needed money to be able to afford the bike of his dreams. Things didn't get much more serious than that. Honestly, you've got some nerve, Norman, sat there doing absolutely nothing. Wasn't doing nothing, was texting Mikey, protested Norm. Exactly, said Norm's dad. So that's a no then, is it? Said Norm. Yes, it's a no, said Norm's dad. Now shift. What do you say? Said Norm. Now! Yelled Norm's dad. Norm shifted. No need to shout, muttered Norm as his dad disappeared into the pantry. What's going on? Said Norm's mum from the doorway. TV remote in hand. Nothing, Mum, said Norm. Can I have some money, please? Money? Said Norm's mum. What do you want money for? Norm pulled a face. To buy stuff with? The room fell suddenly silent. Norm didn't need to turn around to know that his dad had reappeared. What have I told you about not answering back, Norman? Norm didn't know what to say, or indeed whether to say anything. Surely if he replied, then technically he was answering back, wasn't he? Come on, Dave, said Brian, heading outside. Let's get the rest of the stuff in from the car. It was the opportunity Norm had been waiting for. Wait for me, he said, getting up and following. You have been, oh, sorry, you have been listening. Sorry, we did that do you, sir? You have been listening to chapter four of the world of Norm by me, Jonathan Mears, in a world where everything is just so unfair and all that stuff. Please give it up and welcome back to the stage, the chair for the morning, and Louise! Well, I didn't do, didn't do much running on, I, but, and I haven't got a funny voice this morning, but what we're here for is to get your questions. So, from Kirkcaldy, or from Edinburgh, or even Paisley, I think, Paisley. in this direction. Ooh. Um, could you raise your hands and let's have some questions. Do we have a microphone? Lovely lady with the microphone. Wait till the lovely lady comes the microphone. Comes around. Oh, there she is. Right. Oh. What's your favourite book you've ever wrote? My favourite book that I've ever written has to be The World of Norm. May contain nuts. So it always tends to be the one I've just finished. I've written another book, this lady, a funny one about words called Phenomenal. The small book of big words. 
but I'm not allowed to mention. Can I mention that, Alex? Published by Macmillan. <laughs> so you can get that into thing as well. My favourite book until I'd written The World of Norm was a book called The Diary of a Trainee Rock God. The Diary of a Trainee Rock God. Very different to The Diarrhea of a Trainee Rock God. Completely different book. But Very was messy. that not because you were a rock god before you became I a was, children's racer? I was a wannabe rock god. In the pre-X Factor age that we lived in back in the 1850s, Yes, I want to be a rock star, but we've all been so. Yes, but I have to say, I have to say, because Alex there knows where I live, and she'll hunt me down like a dog. I No, genuinely, I would say this, because we want to shift some units. But it's the world of norm. I'm delighted to have written the first uh, world of norm. Actually, the, the funny, the, the, my favourite book is currently The World of Norm May Cause Irritation, and I'm doing the second draft. I'm doing all the little rewrites and tweaks and trying to make it even funnier, because that's going to be in the shops in January, so I better get a shift on. Bye! <laughs> so that's... Uh, okay. Okay. Any other questions? We're going to get another question. Okay. okay. In the middle there, with the grey skirt on. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been writing? How long have I been writing? Do you mean how long have I had books published? Because I've been writing all my life since I was at school. Since I was just little, yes. <laughs> so do you mean professionally? I've had my first yeah. book published in 19, uh, 1998, before any of you lot were born. Probably. Oh no, some of you were born, probably. Teachers. Most of you were born. So 1998, but I was writing for kids TV and um, CBBC and stuff before that. But I had my first book published in 1998. But I was writing for a few years before that for telly. And, and I did used to do stand-up comedy, so I was kind of writing my own. No. Stuff. Never have believed yeah, it. I have a question But from I'm not you. funny anymore, so. <laughs> did you really put a band together? I did really put a band together. It's called Subi Ketchel, named after an island in the South China Sea. And when I was in the Merchant Navy, because the only proper job, the, the closest I've ever had to having a proper job, was I left school at 16. Don't do that, kids! Stay at school, get loads of hires and hires and advanced hires or whatever they're going to be called then. They'll probably build, I don't know what they're going to be called then. But anyway, um, I left school at 16 and I joined the Merchant Navy and I went around the world for seven years being a Merchant, being, being a merchant Navy. I was a Merchant Navy. I was a sailor. And I used to sail past this island in the South China Sea called Subi Ketchel. And I thought, ooh, what a great name for a band. We were rubbish. Um, that's a good question. Back row. Yeah, I've got a question. Can we go now? <laughs> Um, have you met Michael Paul Mergo? I have not met Michael Paul Mergo. <laughs> I have not met, met Michael Paul Merton. But he's brilliant. He's a great writer. Do you like Michael, Michael Morpurgo? I love him because he just gets on with it. And he just writes a story. And he's like, story, 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 story. But me, I sort of write like how I talk and I go off in different directions. Oh, I can see a joke over there. Let's go. Michael Morpurgo. Once upon a time, Ken took his kingdom, Warhorse, and they all lived happily ever after. Except they didn't. They probably died because it's a bit depressing, Michael Morpurgo. But it's great. Any other questions? Loads. Um, over in the corner here? Yep, you, you're not in the corner. I've but got a question for you, mate. <laughs> all right, testing, testing, one, two, three. You're all right, mate, don't milk it. Uh, why did you put me, me and Team Nuts? Make and Team Nuts? Because I just thought it was a funny title. And uh, there is a, a reference to some pants with a slogan on the front of them. I'm saying no more. <laughs> <laughs> but it may contain nuts that um, Norman needs to pimp his bike up. Aha. That's the, yeah. sorry, sorry about that, teachers. But, um, so but it's a good answer. Good question. Rubbish answer. Good question. So uh, any other questions? Um, uh, we're going to have the back row again. Yes. You're going to bring the microphone to you. You're on the front of your book. Is that your son's names? Um, in the dedication, it might be. Yeah. You bought the book already? Yeah, it is. Yes. No big secret. It's a great dedication though, isn't it? <laughs> and you can basically substitute them all with the oldest and the youngest and the middlest, but they were all a bit younger then. 
They're a bit older now because it's been ages since I've been writing this book. Let's have some questions from over here, Time's lovely microphone person. Any more? Don't I'm forget, go to jonathanmears.co.uk and then all that stuff. What's your favourite football team? Nottingham Forest. Simple question, simple answer. Next. And another one. They were big in the 80s. Ask your gran. Were you a nice cream man? I was a, I, was I a nice cream man. <laughs> I like to think I'm a nice cream man now. Yes, I was an ice cream man. I used to drive an ice cream van, or I used to drive a nice cream van. <laughs> and then I, then I drove a nice blue one. <laughs> I used to drive an ice cream van around the streets of Grantham, which is the world's most boring place. It's official. Look it up in the Guinness Book. And then I was in charge of the ice cream parlour in Harrods. How cool is that? Ooh. So there's an ice cream theme. I'm going to write a book about the world. Two more. May contain Just one beside you. vanilla, whatever. How much is your book? I thought you were going to say, how much do you, how much do you earn? <laughs> how much to you? Five ninety-nine. Ah. Oh, it's a bargain. Good. But I won't get one free. That's not true. OK, and one more. Get it cheaper on Amazon. But you don't want to do that because you can come and sign it. No. So. I shouldn't say that. I'm get it cheaper on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on eBay in a couple of weeks. What? Where are we? Right, we're up the back. Right, OK. How hello. old are you? 52. How old are you? 11. 11. Right. Simple answer, simple question. Good. Okay, I think 52 that's plus just fat. About. I should say 50 plus 49 plus fat. <laughs> <laughs> right, 49 plus fat. You've got one more question. One more question. Okay, oh. one more. Um, boy with the highest hand up in the middle. The boy with the book in his. No, no, no. I should have asked him. Yes. Were you in the Navy? I was in the Merchant Navy. You're not paying attention. The Merchant Navy, not all the warships and guns and stuff. I was like, oil tankers and cargo thing. Can we, can we have one further question? One more, from one the more. nice boy who's been waving that he's just nicked a book from the, books, from the book tent. <laughs> oh, is there one over there? You've got a book over there as well. Have you? Why do you like, why is your favourite book, The World of Normandy, contain nuts? Well, uh, mm, because mm. I think it's the culmination of my life's work. <laughs> And, uh, and it's the one I'm trying to promote at the moment. <laughs> no, I actually think, I honestly think, uh, to be honest, I actually think the next one is going to be even better. Because I've kind of really found my feet now with Norm and the characters. I think the world of Norm may contain nuts. is great. Don't get me wrong, kids. But you can't buy the world of Norm may cause irritation today. But I feel with the world of, hopefully, if there are more and more, I'm kind of really, really beginning to find my way. And if the lovely people at Orchard turn around and say, we want uh, the world of Norm 1 to 10, I wouldn't go, oh my God, run for the hills, I don't know what, I've got loads and loads, I mean, this is because I said it's real life, real life with knobs on, I've got masses and masses of material, I know exactly what's going to happen, this story arc, so um, I don't know why I keep talking all pretentiously, like I'm on front row with Mark Lawson <laughs> or whatever, because we're at the Edinburgh International, International Book Festival. And on that note, please put your hands together, everyone, and give this... Oh, thank you very much for coming. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Because I didn't have a big finish. It kind of petered out a little bit. You didn't realise finish. You can keep clapping, and then everybody can keep clapping. And then what we have you? to stop we because stop there's, another, there's somebody else okay. coming in. And all now, these Louise? people are going to spend loads of money are on they? your books. Are you right? going to so come and say hello to me? We're all going to go into the huh? tent, cool. and we'll see you all in there. Thank you. More podcasts, videos and live recordings of author events can be found at www.edbookfest.co.uk.